Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 51 of Enhancing the Human Experience. In this episode, it's all about what came first, the feeling or the experience. Now, this, of course, is built upon the other famous what came first statement or idea to ponder, and that is what came first, the chicken or the egg. Now, as fascinating as that is to talk about, I think this is a little more fascinating because this uh, talking about this actually helps you create the experiences that you want to have in life and be the person and do the things and have the uh, things you want to have. So I think this is a little more exciting than the chicken and the egg thing. But before we get into the podcast and the meat of the show, I want to make a couple of announcements. And the first of which is I recently released a new course called The Seven Pillars of Personal Development. And what that is, is helping you develop your the inner game of success and uh, developing your sense of self, really developing your relationship with yourself. Because as we know, what's going on inside of us at any given point in time is going to be reflected and perceived in the outer world. It's going to be our experience in the outer world. As within, so without. How you feel about yourself is going to influence what experiences come to you. So I really think it's really powerful. And it's, it's again, that, that structural foundation of success that a lot of personal development programs don't address. Most personal development programs are talking about the behavioral changes we need to make or the thinking changes on the perimeter of our consciousness we need to, to change the way we, we look at the world. Not a lot of them address that inner game, the way we feel about ourselves within. In this course, I talk about seven pillars, uh, the first of which is self-love, which is what I equate to be the foundational pillar. If you only focused on self-love and developed love of yourself, everything else would change. But bringing online the other six can further enhance your experience. But I talk about that in the course. That course is currently available on Udemy. That's U-D-E-M-Y dot com. Maybe you've heard of it. It's the online um, learning platform. Eventually, I'll probably put it on other places in addition to Udemy, maybe even on my website, gmarkphillips.com. But for now, you can pick it up on Udemy, and they run really stellar like deals and coupons, and um, they're always like modifying the prices of those courses. So check periodically to see when the lowest price is. You can pick it up. Sometimes it even comes in as low as like $11.99 or $14.99 uh, for the course. It's 43 minutes long seven, talk about seven core pillars. I also share what I feel is like the best way to use affirmations that I've ever discovered. And this is available in the pre in the free preview video that's available with that course. But just to share it with you now, just in case you want to know it, because it's super awesome. It's from a guy named Don Dapani, and he is a spiritual teacher that you can find him on the website online. I think his website is actually dondapani.com. And he talks about affirmations in this way. He says, if your affirmation has these three components, it's going to work. The first of which is a concise choice of positive words. That is, you know, stating your affirmation in a positive sense as opposed to a negative sense. Uh, Something to the effect of, um, I don't smoke would be less effective as I am a non-smoker. You see the distinction, negative choice of negative choice of words versus a positive choice of words. So that's the first of which, concise choice of positive words. The second component 
is a clear visualization, getting a picture in your mind of you in that experience that you want to have. The third component is a corresponding feeling. And that I think is the most powerful and he also uh, adheres to that. That is getting the feeling in your body of already being, doing, or having what you want. I talk about that in the course, but again, those three like steps to creating a powerful affirmation that actually works is part of that course. So that's the first thing I want to share with you. Seven Pillars of Personal Development, Supporting an Extraordinary Life, available now on Udemy.com. The second thing is, yesterday on Sunday, I released a product trailer, which is a little video of a new product that I'm coming out with in the spring of 2018. So probably just a few months from now, if not sooner. And I'm really excited about this one. This is something I've been working on for uh, quite some time, and I'm moving to the front burner because I really feel it can help you on your journey. Now, let's be honest. We know you're a rock star. We know you've created some amazing things in your life. You're already doing really, really well, right? Looking back on your past achievements, there are some big milestones. But what this course is designed to do is to help you achieve the things that are still in your pipeline, right? Are still on your dream board, on your vision board that you want to achieve that that would really be far and beyond what you've already done. I'm talking about the most exciting things in your life, the things that you've maybe put off to the back burner until you were quote unquote ready. Well, you're ready now and this tool will help you get those things. At the core of it, I don't want to say too much yet, but because I'll be talking about this as we move forward. But At the heart of this tool, it's designed to help you align with the things and experiences that you want to be, do, and have in life. We know that the universe is entirely energy, your energy, your table is energy, your clothing is energy, everything is energy. The more aligned and in harmony all aspects of the energy that you are and that you surround yourself with are with the goal that you have, the vision that you have, or the thing that you want to do, the faster it's going to come to you. That's what this tool is all about, is to help you bring as many components into congruence and alignment in your life as possible. And then it becomes like this light speed accelerator to reach your goal. So I'm really excited about this tool. And you can check out that trailer. It's about a minute long on my YouTube channel or in my social media. And stay tuned, more information is coming down the line. So that is a product called IT. Get it? Your dream. It's your dream. It's your goal. It's your vision. It's called IT. All right. Last but not least, if you haven't signed up for my mailing list and received Renew Morning Ritual, which is the really concise, really powerful, really short morning ritual, five steps. You can do that at my website, gmarkphillips.com. And I'm also going to include not only a link to download Renew Morning Ritual in the email you'll receive after you sign up, but I'm also going to include a link to download 21 Ways to Radically Enhance the Human Experience. Now that was the tool that I offered prior to the Renew Morning Ritual, and I'm going to give them to you both there because I I really think they're both very powerful and both very helpful on your journey. I talk about a lot of the ways that I've discovered in, you know, 18, 20 years of studying this stuff. That's what comprises 21 ways to radically enhance the human experience. And so both of those tools are available when you sign up to my mailing list, gmarkphillips.com. And just so you know, 
I'm only going to share, I share podcasts with you, blog posts with you. I'm not going to be spamming your email all the time. I'm only going to offer you things and tools and products that I feel are really, really beneficial to you on your journey. So that's just a little disclaimer there. I hate junk spam mail as much as you do. So I'm never going to be like spamming you every day saying, hey, what's up? What's up? It's just going to give you, I'm just going to give you opportunities uh, for the products and services that I feel are really beneficial to you. Okay. With those announcements out of the way, let's get into the show. Okay, when we talk about feelings and experience, I'm going to break this down into four key areas or or key components that are helpful to keep in mind when we're talking about creating a feeling that will bring and cause an experience. I've talked about this in the podcast before. You know, we live in a universe of cause and effect. And I like to look at us as being the cause of, of what we have, the experiences we have in life, or the things that we are, or the things that we do. We're the cause, and what we have is the effect. When we look at it in that way, it becomes really clear, and it reduces, you know, for one, there is no randomness in the universe, but it also reduces the seemingly complex universe to a concise, simple-to-understand, like, equation, right? Cause and effect rule the day. There's no randomness in the universe. So as we go into this podcast, I'm going to share with you these four key areas to keep in mind as you're as you're thinking, okay, if I create the feeling in myself of having the experience that will attract the experience into my life, and I will live in the end, as Neville Goddard talks about, live in the end and be in the experience that I want to have. But the impetus for this podcast and this episode comes from not only the chicken and the egg thing, but also from Joseph Murphy, who wrote The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And he said, he talked about this law of inverse transformation. And it's one of my favorite ways to look at manifesting and and in the metaphysical world. And the law of inverse transformation says this. It says, if the experience that you want to have, whatever you're going for, will produce a certain feeling, then producing that feeling or causing that feeling within yourself will produce and bring about that experience. You see that? The law of inverse transformation. One produces the other, and therefore the other produces the one, right? We see this in electricity, and that's kind of where he derived his theory of this inverse law of transformation. I think it's really powerful. All metaphysicians, all manifestation people talk about this in the sense that whatever's going on within you, back to that as within and without, whatever's going on within you is going to cause what's going on or or will be going on outside of you. Wayne Dyer talked about it. When we change the way we look at things, things we look at change. Neville Goddard, Goddard talked about it. Feeling is the secret to having what we want in life. So creating that feeling is really, really powerful. Now, I feel this is pretty foreign to us in our culture and society. Maybe you do too. You know, it's not not talked about. It's becoming more 
like mainstream and more into, into the consciousness, this manifesting and this using the power of our subconscious mind and using the power of our feeling and the God force within us and imagination to create the experiences we want to have. But historically, we don't come from that, right? We come from linear thinking, we come from logic thinking, reason, and that's all fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, we're coming to a point in time where we're needing to shed off and bring online our imagination and our feeling, our, our what we're really designed to do as feeling creatures, as creative creatures, um, created in God's image with that God force flowing through us. We're bringing that more and more online because we have denied it. I mean, let's be honest, we've we've denied that aspect of ourselves for a long time. And we're seeing people starting to talk about it more, starting to um, be be more aware of it. That's kind of that's kind of been the the history of this podcast too. I wanted to share more of this stuff with the world because, like I said, in all of the stuff I've ever researched and studied, this is where it all comes from. It doesn't come from the known, right? Krishnamurti wrote a book called Freedom from the Known, and he even says in that book, our our everything great that's waiting for us will not be built upon what we know because what we know is old news it's already done it's not necessarily serving us going to going to serve us in the future so we have to let go of what we know let go of who we are and what we've done and attach ourselves to where we're going and this is this is like the crux of the human experience isn't it we're always Shedding off the old, embracing the new. Shedding the old, embracing the new. Constantly, constantly as we move forward. And so that's kind of our engine and how we get to where we want to go in life. So the feeling produces the experience. If you just keep that in mind throughout this whole, well, throughout your whole life, quite frankly, but also through this episode, you're going to be on the right track. And I'm sure you already know that. Okay, I'm going to talk about four key areas that are will support this feeling, creating the experience. And the first is imagination. You have to be able to imagine yourself in that experience and imagine the feeling that you'll have once you have that experience, whatever it is, new job, new relationship, more money, uh, more happiness, more of whatever you want. This is where we have to detach our psychic energy from what's going on right now. Maybe you don't have that experience right now, but you detach your psychic energy from what's going on now and put it in the experience you want to have. Live in the end. When you do that, you'll, you, wherever your psychic energy goes, where focus goes, energy is going to flow, right? When you focus on what you want as, as opposed to what you don't want, then energy is going to flow into that. And I call it like nourishing that seed, that seed that you planted in your consciousness. If you don't nourish the seed with psychic energy and with love and attention and anticipation and expectation and excitement, then the seed's not going to grow. You know, seeds in a packet on the counter don't grow until you plant them in the soil, which is equivalent to your consciousness, and pour water on them and the soil gets warm from the sun which is nourishing it with energy the seed won't grow on a packet it's just going to sit there forever and i think that's 
sometimes a common tendency for human beings is we know what we want, but we never plant it in our consciousness. If you know what you want and have the seed waiting for you in the seed jar or waiting on the shelf and never plant it in your consciousness, it doesn't do you much good, does it? So have the gumption, for lack of a better word, to plant that seed and then water it with your psychic energy, focus on it, give it love, give it attention, give it expectation, which doesn't mean digging it up, right? All the metaphysicians talk about this. Don't dig that seed up. Have the faith and belief that it's going to grow. And speaking of faith and belief, that is point two that I want to make. So after you've brought your imagination to bear on what you want and really got into that in state of what you want. The second thing I want to talk about is belief and faith. Once you plant the seed and are cultivating that feeling inside of yourself, then it's time to believe that that will create the experience and have faith that that feeling will create the experience. This is, uh, it, again, it's all of these are stepping outside of what we see in front of us, right? When we continually see the same experiences happening to happening to us in our lives in any area of our life we create that self-fulfilling prophecy but when we not pay so much attention to what's happening in our day-to-day -day lives and put our energy on the things we want to have, have happen that's when we really start making leaps and bounds in our experiences and when it really starts to change because if you prop up the experiences that you're having every day by Believing them, even on a subconscious level, well, that's going to create that over and over again. So belief and faith, we know that belief creates the actual fact, William James, and the believing that you have it will cause you to actually have that thing. Causing that belief and faith within yourself is really, really huge. So point number two is believe it and have faith that it will happen. Point number three is to allow it will happen. Now, this is all about getting out of the way of yourself and allowing what you've what you've experienced you want to have your vision your goal your desire to come into being kind of tied in with point number 2 which is if you don't let go of some of your old belief structures they will block that experience from happening to you right even though you know you want it sometimes we don't allow ourselves to have what we want and we continue to create that same experience over and over again so this is allowing and i really find one of the most beneficial tools to help you allow the good things you want in your life the health wealth success and prosperity is to work on the self-worth work on the self-deservingness because sometimes when we have life experiences that aren't super desirable we think well i deserved this for some reason i attracted this somehow it must be what I am what I am, right? For lack of a better word, it must be my identity. And we start to identify with that experience. And then if the experience like changes, if something good happens to our life, we immediately shut it down on a subconscious level and say, no, I am that experience. I'm not this, I'm not that. And so be really conscious of the fact that where are you not allowing yourself to have the experience that you want to have? And this is the the eternal practice for all of us, right? I don't think there's anyone alive, myself included, that doesn't have to work on this allowing feature. And this is like the crux of what Abraham Hicks talks about as well, right? Their whole thing is, hey, you only need to allow your good to come to you. 
You don't need to do anything else. Maybe if, if they had a step, it would be just one step and it would be allow it to happen. Get out of your own way. Lots of people talk about this and don't deny or don't deny the good that you want to have happen to you just because you've been living a different experience or you've had a different past. Your past does not equal your future. Your beliefs can be changed at any point in time. So allow it to happen. And that's where the inner work comes in, right? It's all this, all is inner work, isn't it? So last but not least, number four is consistency and frequency. Now this is talking about the practice aspect or the training of the mind aspect. As you know, I mean, you go to the gym and you eat healthy every day. Doing this inner work isn't just a one and done kind of a thing. It's the consistent application of these principles and these exercises that actually bring about the radical changes in our experiences. And so being consistent, doing it every day, certain period of time, certain time each day is much more beneficial than doing it like one day all day long and then not doing anything for seven days. Same principles applies to the going to going to the gym. You're already familiar with that, and and but I think it, it, we need to remember that for for one reason and main, mainly one reason only, and that is human beings, myself included, have this tendency to do something for a period of three or four days, and when we start getting results, we stop doing it right, and we start to go on autopilot because the brain is constantly wanting to put us on autopilot, and it does take an exertion of mental energy and sometimes physical energy to get into that higher orbit of better states of feeling or better, you know, going to the gym on a regular basis, exercising on a regular basis. But and once we do that, we have this tendency to revert back to, okay, well, now that I've got my life all tuned up and my body all tuned up, I'm just going to go back to where I was. But it doesn't really get the job done, does it? So staying on that consistent practice, that's where the long-term benefits really start to pay off. So don't stop doing it once your life starts to tune up. And it, it typically can tune up in one day, right? You've maybe experienced this in your own life. Definitely probably three or four days of practicing, uh, but but sometimes even one day very quickly, getting that vibration really high, living in the end, thinking of the thing you want to have, cultivating the feeling you want to have, walking around, assuming the feeling you want to have, Neville Goddard, that sometimes brings it very quickly. But don't stop after you start to get going after you start to get this flow going, because there's so much more waiting for you in the pipeline, the stream of like awesome experiences that is coming down the line for you, way more stuff is waiting for you. So don't ever stop. All right. So those are the four key areas to keep in mind when we're talking about creating the feeling of the experience you want to have that will ultimately cause that experience to come to you. Number one is use your imagination, get that imagination pumping again. Number two is cultivate a strong belief and a strong faith. Number three is allow it to come to you. Don't block your good from coming to you. One of the things that has always struck with me over the years is something that I heard Brian Tracy talk about years ago when he was talking about why most people don't become wealthy. And he said one of the reasons is it simply never occurs to them that they can become wealthy, right? That's isn't that how life always is. The thing we want is always within our grasp, but it never occurs to us to reach out and grab it. And especially if you're not looking for it, you're certainly never going to see it. If especially if you think it's not for you, it could be right in front of your nose and you'll never ever grab it and grab hold of it. So 
make sure that you know that whatever you want is for you. Make sure that occurs to you in your consciousness. So number three is allow it. Number four is be consistent and frequent in your practice and application of these inner exercises, these inner practices. So I hope that's been helpful. And I hope that kind of gives you another tool to put in your bag of tricks to help you create the experiences you want to have in life and ultimately enhance your human experience because that's what the podcast is all about, sharing metaphysical information, manifesting, uh, inner development, outer development, anything that kind of goes in the bucket to help you have a better life, create consciously, and really get the most out of life. So as always, I really appreciate you for tuning in. I know there are so many podcasts out there that are super awesome. And the fact you're listening to this one, really, I really do appreciate it. So until next time, I wish you all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.